God is good. And all the time. Welcome, welcome to worship. Welcome to Pacoima First United Methodist Church. I am Pastor Luis Garcia, pastor of this congregation, welcoming you. And also to you, worshiping with us online. Blessings to you, blessings to your family. Welcome to this place that we call church. And that is the communion of the saints, the family of God that meets here at 11 a.m. to worship God to learn about God, and to then to be sent out into the world and do something about our faith. Amen? Amen. So first of all, I want to thank the Cars, uh, Wanda, uh, and the Clarks, um, and everybody, the team, the ushers, everyone, everybody who took care of the worship last week. Janet and I took uh, some days off for Thanksgiving and uh, to visit our kiddos in San Diego. Um, I saw I saw the service online, by the way. I noticed it uh, ended 10 minutes early, so that means I have 10 minutes more to preach to day yeah but but one thing one thing i know i have never heard anybody complaining about finishing worship earlier uh, especially during football season anyway thank you all the team for all your kindness today is the first sunday of advent is the sunday when we light the candle of hope and at this time, I invite Michelle Anthony and the family that will light the candle of hope. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. Here you go. Amen, everybody. Happy Sunday. All righty. This is the first Sunday of Advent. What's that say? Eight year? I mean, year eight. Is that a B? I'm so sorry. Year B. Reader one. In the days of exile and uncertainty, the prophet Isaiah cried out. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence as when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil. Come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down, and the mountains trembled before you. Reader 2, in the midst of our own encounters with uncertainty and upheaval and our, our longing for deliverance, Jesus calls to us. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come. In the light, we light this candle as a sign of our shocking hope. hope. May we stay awake to God's activity in the world and the expectation that even now God is with us, working to restore us to the fullness of life with God and one another. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. 
That's the word of hope for today. God is good all the time, all the time. Is good. Blessings, blessings. This is the time when we worship the Lord. Let us worship the Lord. Our worship leaders, the cars. Blessings to you. Blessings to all. Let us worship the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Come on, somebody give the Lord a praise this morning. If you're able, please stand to your feet. And we just want to send up the highest praise this morning. For truly God is worthy of all of the praise. Bless the Lord with me. 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 Come on, family. Bless the Lord with me. Now let's send up the highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 Come on now, clap your hands. Clap your hands with me. 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 Send up the highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 Now let's be like David. Do a dance with me. dance with me and we say hallelujah cause God you're worthy hallelujah all you did and gonna do hallelujah hallelujah come on bless the Lord bless the Lord with me he's been so good bless the Lord with me Bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Now send up the highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 some praise this morning. Bless your Lord. Please bow your head for a word of prayer. 
Father God, we thank you for another opportunity to come into your house, to worship you, to lift our hands, and to say thank you for all that you've done, Father. Thank you for waking us up this morning, allowing us to open our eyes, Father, to be here, because not everyone woke up this morning. So we thank you for your mercy and your grace. We ask you to bless this service, bless our pastor, Father, as he brings forth the word, and let us leave here doers of the word and not hearers only. We ask you to bless this service, bless this day, and bless every family represented here and every family watching on today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We'd like to make a brief announcement. We're having a choir rehearsal today after church, so if you'd like to join in with the choir who is going to be singing soon, um, please see us after church. Amen? Amen. Amen. Because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he
us and the life is worth the living just and the life is worth the living just because he lives come on and give him he's alive type of praise We can live tomorrow. It is a, a blessing to see you, sister, here. <laughs> Our sister Sophia, blessings. We have been praying. And it is a blessing to see you again. Amen. One of these, uh, uh, some, I mean, some of these songs and some of these hymns and praises. Uh, it uh, brings memory, memories when I started coming to church. I mean, coming to church because um, not this church, but the church is the church. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, it, uh, and that was one of my favorites because when I came to Christ, it was during the season of um, Easter, Easter season. And so those are Easter season, but Easter it's all the time. Amen. 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 At this moment, we will receive the word of God for today. We have two readings. We will have two readings um, during this season of Advent. First, uh, one from Isaiah chapter 64, 1 to 9. And the other reading is from the gospel according to Mark chapter 13, 24 to 37. Please stand as you are able for the reading of the Word of God. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence. As when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, mm -hmm. no eye has seen any God besides you Amen. who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry, and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. Mm. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. Amen. We are all the work of your hand. Amen. Do not be exceedingly angry, O oh Lord, 
and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. Amen. Amen. And now the gospel reading. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give us light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Amen. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cock crow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The word of God for the people of God. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people's cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Whom will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is
poor and lame, I will set a feast for them. My hand will save. Finest bread I will provide till their hearts be satisfied. I will give my life for them. My hand will save. Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, you are our God and we are your people. Thank you for this word of affirmation that we are in your hands. That you are taking care of us. That you are protecting us. But also that you are sending us. So as we come to this time of preaching and teaching, we pray that we can find wisdom and direction. May your Holy Spirit bring wisdom and discernment to our souls, love to our hearts, and the strength to put into action what we hear today. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and amen. Thank you. And I wonder what is next. So this is the season of Advent. This is the season to prepare our hearts and minds to remember and celebrate Christmas. And why do we need to prepare? Why do we need to prepare for Christmas? From the religious perspective, of course, right? But just trying to understand the core concept of Christmas, which is God himself coming to be born among people and saving the world. I mean, that is something so big and beyond comprehension that there was a moment in the life of the church when people started to think, we don't understand this. 
So we need to prepare our hearts and minds to understand a little bit more the real meaning of God coming to earth. So basically, the first two weeks, they prepare by praying and fasting, right? And then they start preparing with joy, third Sunday. And then remember the peace and the love and celebrate Christian, Christmas. God coming as a baby to a humble household and becoming the savior of the world. I mean, who can really understand that? That is something that we need at least to try to understand a little bit more with humility and also with joy, with hope, and also with peace that God in Christ is always with us. Emmanuel, God is with us amen and but as you know and we also fall into this society prepares for the christmas season in a different way we are 20 days away from christmas only 21 days and the question is have you finished your christmas shopping and another thing, we are 28 days away from the end of 2023. Uh, for our families and for the church, uh, 2023 has taken an interesting twist uh, with a new pastor. Uh, there will be time to review that 2023. Uh, and then, uh, you know, this year has been a horrible, terrible, not good, very bad year when it comes to peace on earth we need to keep praying for that especially with recent news and so looking at 2023 people might wonder and you and i might be wondering as well what is next will we be going back to a normal life in 2024 i wonder what is next but you know there are situations um, that we cannot change we can pray about those but we cannot change which is similar to the situation of the people of israel as they were listening to the prophecy from isaiah the people of israel were defeated they were oppressed, they were in exile, punished because of their own behavior, and apparently without hope. So as we begin this series of Advent worship services and sermons, we will look at the book of Isaiah, and we will also look at the prophecies and passages from the Gospels. And we will notice some very important themes as we are moving into Christmas. And as I can see in both passages for today, both from Isaiah and the gospel reading from Mark, what I see is, while there, is, while there were situations that the people who received those words could not change, at the same time, 
there is a word, a word from God, a word from Jesus, a word that starts something in their hearts, something that is called hope. Hope. Hope that while we cannot change our present situation, God will intervene somehow. God will intervene for the good of his people, for the salvation of the people. God will come back and rescue us because as the writer prays, despite all the failures of his people, verse 8, yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. You are our father we are family and family takes care of family i'm sure those words that statement brought hope to the listeners back then and i pray that it also brings hope to your heart and mine today because we are family. God is our Father. Amen. And you might wonder, when reading from the book of Isaiah, how come the people of Israel were in that sad situation? Well, I read again from Isaiah 64, just very briefly. But you, are, you were angry, O God, and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean. We all fade like a leaf. There is no one who calls on your name. For you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. So scholars agree that in the book of Isaiah there are several recurring themes, but one big one is the constant reminder that the people of Israel, and hint, hint, all of us humans fall short from what God expects of us. You can, you can Google it if you want uh, about Isaiah and talking about sin. There's a long list. Don't do that now. You can do it later. But along this theme of sin, there are other recurring themes that is consistent in Isaiah's prophecy. And that is, Although he, God is sad about the behavior of the people of Israel and even angry according to what we hear from Isaiah, even still, God has not forsaken them. He could not forsake his people because he promised to his people, I will never leave you, not forsaking you. God will come back to rescue us. Can you say amen to that? Amen. So, 
besides the scene in Isaiah is where we can find the most extensive prophecy about that Savior that is coming, God himself, that would come in the flesh, born of a young woman in a little town in Judea. If Isaiah gives a picture of a failing human race that always and constantly fails according to God's standards, Isaiah also gives us a picture of the divine condition of a loving God, a loving God who is willing to forgive, who is willing to give us a second chance, and to some of us, even a third and a fourth chance. Can you say amen to that? A God that despite the darkness that could be in your life and mine, the darkness that can be in this world, this God will always, will always light a candle, a candle of hope. And that's why we light the candle of hope today. Because even in the darkness of this world, God will always bring at least minimum the light of hope. In fact, Isaiah begins his prophecy in chapter 118 with a word of hope for a nation that has seen, a nation that has gone the wrong way, and you probably know this verse. Come, now let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, though they are as red as crimson, they shall be as white as snow, they shall be like white wool. Why? Because God is giving us a second chance. This knowledge of a forgiving God, this notion of another chance that I can find in the middle of such a terrible situation is the word that comes from God and brings hope to my heart. And I pray also to your heart as well. And for that, a big thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So very quick, in a comment from John Wesley on this passage, there is a teaching moment for you today and a practical application. You know, it is interesting how Wesley noticed, noted that in these chapters of Isaiah, and probably you notice also in the reading today, there is, there is this lament as, as a nation. Uh, but also, Wesley uh, wrote, and I, I quote, uh, the lament admits the sin of the people who deserves punishment. But curiously, attributes some of that responsibility to the Lord, right? So basically, they were blaming God, uh, for example, uh, by asking, uh, how come the Lord let the wicked bring down from the holy place? So according to Wesley, they started to switch their blame into somebody else, and in this case, God. But you know what? You cannot blame God forever, right? 
So they start blaming other people. And in this case, they went the easy road and they start blaming their enemies and their neighbors. So they switch from guilt to blame the other. Have you ever seen yourself doing that? As the youngest of the siblings in my family, I confess, I did that. Can anyone say amen to that? How about you, Pam? Yeah, okay. <laughs> there is a human condition. How easy it is for us to say it is somebody else's fault. So we blame, we shift the blame to others, and, and we accuse them, wh whoever them might be. Basically, we're saying it's not my fault. Uh, but you know, whoever denies the sickness cannot begin the healing process. Amen. We are all sinners. That is our condition. And that is why is this word of hope that gives us a light, at least one light, that we, we have a chance. We have a chance. Hope is fed by the word of God, and, and we have hope even in the prophecies of a future that seems not to be good. And that, that was the prophecy of Jesus in the book of Mark uh, as, as he was telling this hardcore prophecy. And, and you, can ha you can have it there in your Bibles. Uh, let me read it for you. And Jesus is speaking here. But in those days, after that suffering, so there is suffering, but after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, darkened uh, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be felt falling from heaven uh, are pretty bad things right and the powers in the heavens will be shaken verse 26 chapter 13 of mark then i would say and then they will see they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Great power and mighty, said other version. Despite all the suffering, despite the suffering goes worse, the Son of Man, Jesus, will come in clouds with great power and glory. I think every age and generation has their own struggles. Since the beginning of church, the church has been waiting for the coming of Christ. Needless to say, some of the predictions of some of the people that said he's coming has not come yet. Right? But one other thing about this prophecy of Jesus because we cannot do anything about that. We just can pray, right? But one important thing that Jesus is saying here, and we also read it during the, uh, the light of this candle, is that we need to be prepared. 
we need to be prepared. We need to stop living our life uh, as, as if we were immortals. At least um, that is the way we live before the pandemic, and I am afraid we are back to living this way after the pandemic. And while it is okay to prepare for, for the, the, the Christmas parties and the season as, as the world does, and although it is okay that build our own future while we are here on earth, that is important, that is necessary, and even create a kind of sense of hope for the future here on earth, that is necessary as well. We need to remember that those things are temporary. They don't last forever. But the word from Isaiah, talking about all the suffering and all the sin, and then saying, but God, you are our Father. And the word from Jesus, when he said, they will see, we will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and might. Those words... Those revelations bring hope, true hope, hope that will last until that moment. God willing, we'll see when the Lord will return for his church. That's when you say, Amen. Amen. So, what is next? Wait, prepare, and despite the circumstances in the world, in our lives, in our health, in situations that we cannot control, we wait, we prepare with hope, with hope that God's words are true and certain for you, for me, and for the world. Amen and amen. Blessings to you. Here I am, Lord. Oh.
hope that does not disappoint because it's based in the promise from God. At this moment, as every first Sunday of the month, we will celebrate Holy Communion. Everybody here is invited. If you are prepared at your home, you can, you can join us uh, for Holy Communion. I'll consecrate the elements and let us take a communion together. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of him. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Let us pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and juice. May them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Jesus shed for me and the cup of salvation.
Amen. Sorry about that, I got choked. <laughs> Let us pray. Gracious teacher, we reach towards you for guidance. We look for hope in our lives and a light that can guide us through, through our journey of faith. Chose the compassion we need to fulfill your words. Grant us the courage to live in your ways, not our ways, and to be righteous in your eyes. We pray that despite our present situation and even when we come back to what we consider normal, you don't let us forget that we have a better and brighter future in you. So we pray that in the middle of so many conflicts in the world, and maybe some personal conflicts in our families, some health issues in our bodies. We pray that the light of hope can shine strong and leaders of the nation can find peaceful ways to solve their issues. That you can open the doors of resources so we can be healed. That we can believe that if we touch your garment, we will be healed. We know you are a good father. You sent your son Jesus to rescue us. Despite our sin, you have reached out for us. And now you are asking us to come back and to follow you and to prepare not only to celebrate, but to find wisdom, strength to follow you. We pray that during this season, we can understand a little bit more about the great miracle of your son Jesus coming to earth, walking his journey, and saving us all on that cross. We pray this in the name, in the holy name of your son, Jesus. And your children say together, amen and amen. Amen. As we come to this time of um, when we offer our gifts, our tithes, as part of our worship to the Lord, let us remember that God bless the cheerful giver for you worshiping with us online. And you will see the ways you can send your offerings and tithes or simply go to our website. You will find there. You can click there where you can send your offerings and tithes. Let us receive the offering for today. Amen. For mm -hmm. is good. For is good. 
All right. Before we dedicate uh, these offerings uh, uh, this morning, I, I would like to share, excuse me, Anthony, I'm going to take a few moments. <laughs> uh, but before we dedicate this offering, I would like to share that we have been praying for Karina Maldonado, which is our administrative assistant. A few days, <clears throat> excuse me, a few days before Thanksgiving, her husband passed away in tragic circumstances. They have a young daughter. And we would like to support Karina's family. And so at the end of worship, and I see a, a card uh, going around too, there, there will be more cards there. So you can send a message of, of, of comfort uh, to the family. You can also send your own cards. Yes, you can send your own cards uh, to the church office. But we also, we want to do the right thing and support the family. You can make a monetary donation. Uh, uh, checks for Karina's family should be made out to the church, earmark um, Karina's fund, and we will deliver uh, the collected donation uh, to to Karina uh, Gay. I was planning to tell you before worship, <laughs> but um, uh, and services will be held uh, this Friday. I don't have the details. We'll communicate to you. Uh, but in case you don't know, she's a local. They live um, in Santa Clarita area and then in, in uh, some place east of us, San Fernando Valley, let's, let's call it that way. So, so let's keep praying for that. Let, let's bring uh, uh, some sort of comfort and, and, and peace to, to their family. So let us pray. We consecrate the offering. Great God of wonderful surprises, we enter the season of preparation for your son's coming, looking not for just a memory of past events, but anticipating a return. We strive to get our lives in order and pray that our giving of ourselves to these preparations might reflect the earth-shaking importance of this great event. Help us to give ourselves generously, for we do not know the time, day, or the hour. And it is in the middle of this preparation, expectations, and celebrations that we can enjoy in life, that we remember and we are aware of families close and far that are suffering. So we pray for Karina and her daughter, Michelle, for peace and comfort, strength and hope during this terrible time of crisis. We pray for family relationships and for love and light in the middle of this Advent season. We pray all this in the name of your son, Jesus, and your children say together, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. So what is next? We don't know for sure, but we keep hoping that in God, our Father, we can trust. We can trust not only that God will come back for us, but in the meanwhile, we can celebrate we can give testimony, and we can 
rejoice. As you are able, please stand. Let us receive the benediction as God is leading us along this path until Christmas. May the peace of God, the love of the Son, and the power of the Holy Spirit to be witnesses, be with you, with your families, now and forever. And let the people of God say...